0: Oh, that was loud. I am going to try and be further away from my microphone today, <laughs> right? And be louder, because I'm, uh, I'm just always so tired that I can't even bother speaking loud, and it ends up just
1: really weird, like this. You go through like peaks and troughs, and that you know I'm editing it, and suddenly
0: you just become like this giant spike, and then you yeah. suddenly disappear into nothing. I'm just, I don't know what to do, Colin. I'm not a professional. We,
1: we can't. We, we can't all be professionals.
0: We can't all be. If everyone was a media professional, no one would be. Also, I just got some Wheatabix on my pop shield. <laughs> Did you spit some at it? No, I was just very vigorous.
1: <laughs> it uh, appeared in front of me. Like a vision. That's nice. A vision of cereal. Except real. Except real, I was right there. Right, yeah, right. it's
0: exactly real. It's fine, it's gone. Nobody saw it. It's perfect. Just like you, James. I'm as perfect as some accidental Wheatabix <laughs> on a pop shield. Okay, that's the name of the episode right there. Wheatabix and
1: a Pup Shield. Accidental Wheatabix and a Pop Shield. <laughs> a pop okay. <laughs> <laughs> Cease Operade episode 101. And um yeah, it's it's been it's been a, a very quiet week. In fact the last two weeks have been very quiet.
0: Yeah, no, our part our our government's gone, so there's not much of our government to talk about. There's been no serious drama, celebrity drama. We always like a bit of celebrity drama.
1: Oh well, there's there's one drama
0: we missed out. I've just remembered just now. Just crack into it right now, Colin. Chris Pratt and Anna Faris. Oh yeah, they did. They had a wee little, uh, a wee a wee moment of breakup moment. Yeah,
1: they decided a pretty that serious.
0: not just a wee one. Quite a big one, like, I guess. Like divorce is pretty serious. So yeah, you know. it's a big one. Uh, it's, just,
1: it's just a shame. I know we don't know them. I mean, sadly, as much as we want to. Yeah, I've never, I've never met either of them. Like. They, we have this image of them as just the ideal couple, and you know Chris Pratt's Chris Pratt, and you know she's yeah, lovely and cuddly, and Anna Faris is in things. Um,
0: she's wow. Uh, What's she in? I have no idea.
1: <laughs> she was in Scary Movie. I know that much. Yeah, uh, no, but
0: she's pretty chill. Yeah, they seemed just... they've always seemed like they got along quite well, and apparently they still do. They just they're just divorcing. They're just
1: divorcing. So I mean, because you know people who get on quite well divorce. That's just what happens. I've, I've divorced many a
0: person I get on well with. <laughs> really? How many divorces have you been through? Uh, I've lost count. Right, okay. Well. It doesn't feel like a thing that you need to keep track of, like the number of divorces you've had. So I just haven't, haven't taken notes. Do you know what, you know, a
1: thing that people do take
0: note of? The numbers what? of. Numbers
1: of. Nuclear weapons. James. Nuclear
0: weapons, they do. They count those pretty hard. Yeah, uh, it turns out, I didn't realize this,
1: that the uh, United States has approximately 17,000... Nuclear warheads, yeah, across the country. I thought it was something like maybe a hundred. No, nope. maybe maybe a few hundred at a push. No, nope. and uh, to be fair, I may have misread the article, but it was several. It was
0: tens no, it was of seven, thousands. Yeah, it was just many a thousand. I thought you were saying it was seven. It, it was seven. They've got seven nuclear warheads. They got seven. They've got exactly seven. Precisely <laughs> seven. And uh, <laughs> one for each. And if North
1: Korea things you know goes up in flames, literally, then you know they're gonna have to get some more. Yeah.
0: Head down to Tesco. Trump was very proud that he modernized the nuclear arsenal within like 10 days of his presidency. Shall we preface this with a clip of Mr. Trump? Cool.
1: North Korea best not make any more threats to the United States. They will be met with fire and fury like the world has never seen. He has been very threatening uh, beyond a normal statement. And as I said, they will be met with fire, fury, and frankly, power, the likes of which this world has never seen before.
0: The likes of which has never been seen. Just That's exactly a Truman quote, that end, that end part there. Well, he said this because North Korea have been, you know, obviously ramping up
1: their missile tests. And uh, in the past... Oh, it's because it's August. They always get angry in August. It's because the North South Korea and the US decide to do big military
0: trials. Yeah.
1: Which, to me, is kind of like poking the bear.
0: Yeah, well, poking the hamster.
1: <laughs> I was going to say the impoverished bear on benefits. But it does seem, it's it's an act of kind of, uh, I was going to say, it's not aggression, it's trying to, like, chide it's, them it's into bragging. doing
0: yeah you're, you're you're puffing your chest. So, obviously, North Korea, you know, in the past, the UN would be like, naughty Korea. Don't do that, Korea. Have some sanctions. Yeah, and then Korea goes, hey, if you sanction us, we'll starve our people to death. And then the UN goes, oh, yeah, status quo it is. This time, um, you know, in the past, Mr. Obama, he
1: didn't didn't do anything, in all all honesty. Uh, Whereas this time,
0: Donald Trump's just like, yo, fire and fury headed your way. North Korea said, hey, my dad's really cool. (laughs) And Donald Trump said, no, my dad's cooler than your dad. My dad could beat up your dad. My dad could Might blow it. up your dad. My dad will it, yeah. blow your dad. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I wouldn't be surprised if one of the either Donald Trump or Kim had such an error in one of their releases.
1: Well, uh, yeah, release being the the crucial word. Um, but the main thing from this is that this rhetoric is never. I've I don't remember it ever being. I would say bad. It does not. Yeah, really in our us.
0: super long experience with yeah. North Korea tensions. Uh, no one's ever, like, risen to the challenge. North Korea says a bunch of stuff, and everyone goes, all right, North Korea, calm down. Donald Trump, though, he's he's like, oh, wait, maybe North Korea does have a, a, a better dad than I do. Well... <laughs> Let me settle this once and for all. Well, I mean, his dad was Kim Jong-il, so, you know, he was pretty cool. Yeah, he doesn't play as much golf as Trump. Did, <laughs> he doesn't. I mean, you can't play golf he, when you're dead. Like, like, the the legend, the myth that is... Kim only ever played one round of golf.
1: Also, can we just say, you know, we're talking about our, our our experiences, our lives, we've never seen anything like this before. We do have a combined half century of experience. <laughs> if you, you can just, just like add that up, <laughs> we just can. Just be like, yeah, no, we basically know it all from 50 years ago. Well, we do. I mean, you know, the Koreans are still at war, technically. They never signed a peace treaty. Yep. Uh, and now, so, you know, just Trump's. To, to, to take through the timeline for anyone who's been in a coma for the last few days. Um, essentially, you know, North Korea fired some weapons. And then Trump was like, yo, Fire and Fury, Pokemon attack, heading your way. Um, And I said that because it sounds like something you'd tell your Rattata to do. Well, Rattata wouldn't do
0: Fire and Fury,
1: Colin. Actually, no, 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 yeah, Rattata would do like a scratch. Charmander, Charizard. Your Moltres. Charmeleon. (laughs) Yeah, anyway, Fire and Fury. Fire and Fury, and then North Korea... Um, essentially said he was a, uh, was was it senile? Senile,
0: yeah. And that he's playing too much golf. He said he was a guy bereft of reason. A guy. Yeah. Just a guy bereft of reason. No, genuinely, I have been impressed with the the language coming from North Korea.
1: I mean, I thought perhaps it was
0: just something being lost in translation. No, maybe the translators are being generous, but I'm quite happy with it. It sounds pretty cool. And it also really
1: brings him back down to earth. You're just a guy. You're just a guy. A senile guy. A at that. senile guy who plays too much golf. But no, yeah. the, the I mean, my question to you, James, would be, uh, on the back of all this, you know, the ramped up rhetoric, which we've never really heard from the US before, and the fact that North Korea said they were going to drop some missiles into the sea off Guam, I couldn't have told you where Guam was before until this week. Okay. Of all this, how likely is it
0: that something actually happens? Well, the, the clock is ticking but I, I don't know. Is anyone stupid enough to do it? It's really weird that China is being the reasonable, kind of the voice of reason and all this. Yeah, well, today, which is Saturday, the Chinese uh, premier...
1: Chinese leader... Xi Jinping. Nice. Xi Jinping. Yeah. Has uh, essentially told Trump to calm down. He was like, just cool it. Yeah, yeah. Just chill, man. Cool your jets. Stop escalating the situation. I mean, yeah, it's funny that the Chinese are kind of like, hold on a minute, guys. Let's be reasonable let's take a second here let's
0: take a step back and think about how great the world is eh, maybe I think what they're thinking is oh hold on we can take advantage of North Korea as we do if things remain the same we can carry on doing that for forever uh, and then I guess American intervention American occupation even doesn't seem so appealing to China you know so yeah they just want things to stay the same they don't want the world they don't think the world's great they just think that they can take advantage of it as it is. I mean, in the words of Alfred,
1: the butler in The Dark Knight. <laughs> yep. Some men just want to see the world burn,
0: and Donald Trump seems to be one of those men. Boys, one of those boys. Yeah, but also, well, just one of those guys. He's maybe the most adolescent, seventy-ish year old in the world. Well, going to North Korea. Well, I mean, we could go to North Korea, but I mean, going we to could. in terms That's of the podcast, North Korea live.
1: Um, <laughs> can we do a podcast in North Korea? I don't do you know. Like, would they let <laughs> us? Well, we've discussed doing Drugs Live in Amsterdam. Yep. I think that is probably it's
0: doable. Absolutely doable. Season, season Korea. 1 finale, Drugs Live. Season 2 you finale, know, North Korea Live.
1: Ep- yeah, episodes, what, 300? Episode 200? Or 199, even? Eh. Could go to Pyongyang and, uh, you know, just see how long we last.
0: I don't think they'd like us. I don't think they'd get along very well with us, Colin. How good's your Korean? It's pretty awful. <laughs> I'm not going to ask you for uh can a say sample. can and that means... Hello.
1: Nice. There we go. That's so we'll be fine.
0: We'll be fine. So no, maybe let's say Maybe see. they let's don't see. say that in North Korea. Maybe they've got a different dialect. <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay. So going to North Korea, do you think they'll fire anything towards Guam? They'll try to. It
0: might make it. A oh, bit you further. think they will? Well, they've tried to fire a lot of things already, right? They... But not not
1: 30 miles off the coast of an island Yeah. with 160,000 inhabitants. And I don't really
0: trust their accuracy. Like, if they're going to miss, they're going to. Like, as much as there is a lot more ocean than than there is island, I feel like luck would dictate they'd miss their target, which is 30 30 miles off, and they just hit the the island. I mean, if their
1: missile launching is anything like my throwing, then yeah. You just, you you never know know where it's going to end up. You never, you honestly never know. I've thrown things which have ended up behind me. Like, a lot of power, not a lot of accuracy. But they got them off the ground though, right? It's the main thing. And then they immediately came back down to the ground. I mean, yeah, that would be pretty sad, to be honest. It would be a, a very sad end. Uh, I mean, uh, the world ending is still pretty bad, but, you know, it's a sad end if North Korea inadvertently blew
0: themselves up. Wait, so you think if North Korea blew themselves up, the world would end? No, I'm just saying the potential of that happening, if, you know... If... They probably will. That's, that is the issue. A whole bunch well, of innocent, no, but... poor, starving people are going to get blown up because North Korea accidentally shoots itself. But let's say
1: North Korea fires something on Guam. The
0: United States will then retaliate. Does that mean Russia and China get involved? Probably. But hopefully not with, like, big old weapons. They just kind of do a ground invasion. Put people's, people's <laughs> lives at risk, but, like, soldiers' so, lives. So does this mean that this could be the final episode of this Parade? I don't expect everyone's going to nuke each other. But, hey, if it is, we're going out well. So far we've had a lot of episodes. Going out with a bang, and we'll go out with a bang. It's probably one of the. If you got hit by a nuke, I'd want to be in a city, because then you go out with the with the with the explosion, rather than just either burning slowly to death, shortly after it, or starving slowly to death over a long time. To be fair, I think your
1: premise there of you know the the, the aftermath of a nuclear fallout sounds like a good movie. If only somebody made a movie. <laughs> oh about man! That. If
0: only there was like a post apoc <laughs> nuclear apocalypse movie. I could, yeah, couldn't think of a single one. There just isn't enough of that genre. There's not enough of that. Or game, they need to make a game with that. A
1: game? Well, you no, know, there's quite a lot of those games as well in
0: there. Fallout, for example. Okay, I or thought Fallout we were 3. going
1: for the whole. There's a lot of these. I don't know. I just literally the only one I could think of was Fallout, and I presume that's to do with like a nuclear war, and not when you and your friend yeah. have stopped talking.
0: That was a really good one, <laughs> Colin. <laughs> James, do you want to play a game? Uh, yeah. Okay. oh Speaking of games, <laughs> let's play one. This one is called Who Said It. There will never be a
1: time that we are not the most powerful nation in the world. Donald Trump. Is correct. He, uh He tweeted that three days ago. Who said it? He's a pretty smart cookie. Donald Trump. We actually covered this. And yes, it was Donald Trump. I'm glad I remember it.
0: That's the one I would have been embarrassed to get wrong. Describing Mr. Kim. Mr. Kim
1: is a pretty smart yeah. cookie, though. The military might of a country represents its national strength. Oh, man. That could be both. I'm going to say Kim. Kim. Correct. That was a New Year's message in 2013. If we push the buttons to annihilate the enemies, even right now, all bases of provocations will be reduced to seas in flames and ashes in
0: a moment. Oh, Oh dear. Uh, Donald. That's actually Kim. Oh, I really hoped it was Donald. It would have been hilarious if it was Donald. (laughs) It had really broken grammar. Perfect Donald. Everything will be reduced to flames and dashes. I mean, if you if you actually look at the transcripts for all of the threats that he has said recently they they have been terrible. Like poor grammar, not much sense, repeating himself several times. Repeating himself several times.
1: Don't say it again. I won't. Don't worry. <laughs>
0: uh, although several I should I should for the several part of that, but
1: yeah, okay. Uh, well, moving on, just as you mentioned Trump and his statements, he also did not rule out military action in Venezuela. Yep,
0: Trump, uh, which, the non-interventionalist candidate for president, is just now all about intervening.
1: So, for people who are unaware, there's a lot of uh, a lot of bad stuff going on in Venezuela. You know, bad things, bad things with
0: bad dudes as a uh,
1: bad hombres. Bad hombres
0: in Venezuela.
1: Literally bad hombres in Venezuela. To use Donald Trump's uh, <laughs> vernacular. So uh, President Maduro has been accused of essentially rigging the election and jailing his uh, his opponents.
0: Forming actually, a dictatorship.
1: Yeah, essentially forming a dictatorship. And Venezuela
0: has been in a state of protest for about two months. I think we spoke about it on the podcast months ago now. Lots of people have been killed.
1: Yeah. And it's a pretty sorry it's a pretty sorry state of affairs. But Mr Trump's like, Yeah, I wouldn't rule out military intervention, why not?
0: We we can sort them out, those hombres. America classically does just go to countries and install a dictatorship that they like instead of whatever government is currently in place. So I wouldn't put it past them. Donald Trump in charge of America, who likes to do it? Donald Trump wants to do it. One plus one equals intervention. Now,
1: as much as I agree, and obviously Trump is, you know, commander in chief, he's the president of the United States, he has military people below him. Hopefully smart ones. I know. Yeah, ex- well, exactly. You know, it's not like Trump's got some alt-right military pals who he's just chucked into the military. You know, these are people who've been there for 30, 40 years probably. Yeah. So, And they seem to like peace. Yeah, well, yeah of course they would, because it's their men. But Trump doesn't, I mean, because he can essentially override anything, they could say, no, don't, don't fire on North Korea. Don't invade Venezuela.
0: But ultimately, it's up to him. It is, yeah. Their system is a bit weird. I hope that if Trump just made a really bad call, such as, yeah, let's pop into Venezuela and break things for 20 years, uh, that people just wouldn't listen. Just get rid of Trump. Eh, Away you go. I think they call that treason, but eh, who cares?
1: Also, how likely is that to happen? Not that
0: likely. Not very likely at all. But no, like Venezuela, difficult, difficult situation Definitely don't have it as a holiday destination for a wee while wait until they've got a proper democratically elected government again, and then wait a few more years, you know.
1: And then and then book that trip to Bogota. Yeah, Bogota. Which I'm I'm not even sure it's in
0: Venezuela. Isn't that Colombia? Give
1: me just one second.
0: You're gonna Google where Bogota is.
1: Well, I actually typed in Bogots because I was mm-hmm. in a hurry. But you're right, it's the capital of Colombia. Thank you. Not the capital of... Wait, wait, wait. I'm just... I'm genuinely going to try and remember this. No, it's not Caracas, is it?
0: I don't know. I only know Colombia. We're going to find out why in about 20 minutes.
1: Yes, Caracas is Venezuela's capital. I was right the second time.
0: Yeah. So So once the protests are done and they've installed a decent government again, you can go visit Caracas. Yeah, good stuff. Okay, let's move on. Um, Let's leave Trump behind. And James, would you like to take the rudder? Of the Seasaw Parade oh, uh, sinking ship. is this an like, official offer? Because last time all of my steering was overruled. I'm I'm officially handing you the joystick. Well, the joy. let's kick on in with a little bit of chat about Deadpool, which was a lot of people's favourite film recently and also a lot of people's <laughs> least favourite film recently.
1: Where did you sit on the Deadpool fence?
0: Uh, kind of meh. There's lots of things you could sit on a Deadpool, but uh, yeah. the Deadpool fence. It was interesting enough... I liked that they didn't just try and make it kid-friendly. Some films have to not be. And hopefully it sets a trend of well-made, not just for kids' films. Um, well, I really this, I really enjoyed Deadpool. I did like it a lot. It's not the kind of film you would rush home and show your parents. No, no, no. Probably not ever going to sit down with my dad and be like, Deadpool time.
1: I mean, for example, I watched Ant-Man the other day, again. Uh, and it's just, yeah, it's just a fun wee film. It was quite fun. Yeah, you Good. could probably watch that with your mum. Which I recommended to my parents and my dad was just like, this is a, a man who's an ant. How ridiculous can you get?
0: Anyway, there's been a, a image, a still image released of Cable, of Josh Brolin as Cable. Uh, and Collins, you know who Cable is? So Cable is what, a time-travelling cyborg? Uh, so if you know the X-Men. I, I Not personally. Well, if you know of the X-Men. Some I do of know of them. Some of us know the X-Men. May have uh, some on Facebook. If you know Cyclops, S- Summers. Uh, the guy with lasers for eyes? Lasers for eyes. Uh, Cable is his time-traveling offspring. Really? Yeah. Aw, that's quite So cute. his mom is uh, the phoenix herself, uh, Papa S- Papa Cyclops. Sansa. He's a pretty beast in character. Goes back in time. He's also got some, like, techno-organic virus that makes him pretty, pretty strong and stuff. Uh, and... To be fair, it looked pretty cool in this headshot. So they released the headshot, and it does look quite cool.
1: I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'm on board with this. And as we've discussed in the past, if you recall, Josh Brolin does have the comedy chops, because uh, he was in that Joaquin Phoenix film, the name of which I've forgotten again.
0: Yep, in banana which he eats film, a, though. Banana,
1: yeah, he's a frozen banana, or a chocolate banana, and it's, it's very funny. What's the name of that? Oh never mind. You really like this scene. It's not it's, that funny. It's a funny scene. Right anyway, Josh Brolin, he can do comedy. He's he'll be fine. He'll be fine. The thing I, I'm interested in though, James. You mentioned James. there, this is this is Deadpool, James. Uh <laughs> James. Is that he is yeah, he's now Deadpool, which is a superhero film. Mm-hmm. I believe is I wanna say Fox? Maybe Sony? Oh I don't I don't know. Uh who owns X Men? 21st uh, 21st century uh, Fox? Yeah, yeah Fox. 20 or 20th, 20th century. I can't remember if it's 20th or 21st century.
0: 20, um, 21st century.
1: Okay, 21st century Fox. That's X-Men. This is the X-Men kind of reaching, which Reach, Marvel reachin'. can't touch. Marvel are uh, not doing... You know, yeah. They can't do their w- Wolverines, their Phoenix, Dark Phoenix, Cyclops, any of this stuff. Yeah. However, Josh Brolin is also in... Marvel stuff. He's the big bad guy. He's yeah. Thanos in yeah. the next you know, the next two Avengers films.
0: Yeah, so he's now playing two Marvel characters but in two different film studios.
1: Right. So that's that's the point I was yeah, you said it far more succinctly than I did. You just cut all
0: the stuff you said.
1: He's play yeah, he's playing two Marvel characters, but in two different studios and two different like franchises, two different worlds. So his cable and his Thanos are never gonna run run into each other.
0: Well, you never know. They might do a Spider-Man kind kind of deal, um, have some crossover. It would be very weird if they ran into each other. And I feel we've got enough characters on both ends of the <laughs> of the deal. Kind of, I'm I'm growing very tired of trying to keep track of all the different characters that are gonna be in one film eventually. So hopefully they don't cross paths.
1: Talking off Avengers, if people aren't sick of it already, Avengers four has started production as of yesterday. So they filmed... Uh, I know they were filming for several weeks in Edinburgh, which I think must oh have yeah. just been some some giant set piece, which will probably just make up a smidgen of the third film. The thing which I find interesting is Avengers 3 is out next year. Yep. That's, uh, you know, uh, apart from the reshoots and any pickups, has essentially finished production, I think. Yep. It's called Infinity War. Yes. The fourth one is still called Untitled, because mm-hmm. apparently... The title of it is a massive spoiler. Oh, right. Um, so, it's going to be so called what's...
0: It's going to be called Avenging Iron Man. Avenging, Avenging Iron Man and Captain America. <laughs> Avenging the Avengers. Oh. Oh, I think you're onto it, Colin.
1: That might be it. You never know. That would be so bad. Yeah, or like it'll be something like The New Avengers. Regardless, Avengers 4 has started. It still doesn't have a title because it's a spoiler. Cuz it's a spoiler.
0: That's good. I hope the title doesn't get leaked or anything like that. Yeah. Okay. I really hope that once they're done, they're one big everyone's-in-one-film film. They never do it again, and we just get individual films. Well,
1: this is definitely the culmination of, what, since Iron Man 2008. This is, by the time Avengers 4 comes out, it'll be summer 2019. So that's 11 years of something like, what, 22, maybe 23 films? All coming up to this. And then I think after um, the Avengers 4, they're going to have Homecoming 2, Spider-Man Homecoming 2. And they've gonna have the third Guardians of the Galaxy,
0: and then that's it. Yeah. Like everything everything after that is new Marvel stuff. And I hope it's not another build up to some 60 60 cast 60 main lead a character mm, film. I just well, want individual films because then they have more license to do whatever they want.
1: The thing is, I think the way Certainly, financials are going. Yeah, IPs are going to be... You may well get more of the stand... Well, no, I think you'll get more of the standalone stuff because the blockbusters this summer have flopped so badly. Yeah. Like War for the Planet of the Apes, which I thought was great. Third in the trilogy. First two made half a billion. Second one made 600 million. This one made 200. Yeah. Transformers, the latest one. I know they're making spin-offs and all sorts. This one made a fraction of the amount the rest of them did. I think people are getting sick and yeah, tired. I really
0: hope that it is the, the the death of like cinematic universe. I hope it's the death of overly done sequel. It won't be. Maybe we'll get a wee break. Yeah. But I hope I just want more individual films rather than everything being at one part of a puzzle. Occasionally, give us a film that is standalone. Okay.
1: Okay. Well, please. Let's. Uh, I'm gonna take the the reins again.
0: Oh, of course, you are.
1: And uh, Stuart on to, to television now. Enough film chat.
0: We didn't even talk about DC. Who cares about them?
1: Well, the, the only thing I saw from DC is that they've reshot some of Justice League. Oh, that's to, fun. To give Cyborg some more jokes.
0: Oh, yeah, because that's what you need in these films is more quips.
1: I mean, I mean, talking off cable, the time-traveling Cyborg, this is a character in Justice League, the big uh, DC film with Batman, Aquaman, and uh, all the gang. And one of the main good guys is called Cyborg. There's a lot of reshoots for big films, but they, it's because they realised and solo reshoots. They realised again that this DC film was too dark, and so they thought, right, no, let's reshoot lots of Cyborg's lines it, so he can be funny. He can be the comic
0: relief yeah, dude. You can't just get rid of the darkness of a film by putting in jokes. It's just, it's just so off balance. It's just out of nowhere. They're trying to be something that they aren't.
1: But again, it just makes me fear for you know, in the back oh, no, of Batman it's, yeah, versus Superman. No, upon just hearing that,
0: one. I have decided it's going to be a terrible film. <laughs> yeah. anyway and,
1: tv yeah tv so game of thrones again we're not going to dwell on it too much for people who haven't seen it or people who've never watched it i would recommend you do it's very very good uh my problem though is this is the on the back of episode four and no i will not i'm not giving any spoilers here the end Ooh. of the episode saw the big you know big battle big it was you know, Daenerys doing her thing on, on the back of a dragon.
0: <laughs> Here's no no spoilers. <laughs> That's not a spoiler. That is a spoiler. It's not a spoiler. Totally a spoiler to say that she's on a dragon in a battle. She's
1: been on, she's been on a dragon in battles before. This is
0: totally a spoiler to say she's on a dragon in a battle.
1: Regardless, regardless. There were three I'd say well, two definitely major characters and a third one who has been around since what, season two?
0: Are we talking about Braun? Braun. He's been around since like season one, man. Yeah. They've been around for so long. Now, bear in mind that this season is no longer
1: based on George R.R. R. Martin's books. Yeah, They've had like a few hints and tips from him as yeah. to where it's going to go. What's going to happen at the end. But it's now being written and kind of based on what the scriptwriters think. Now, in the past, Game of Thrones has never flinched to kill off major characters. Mm-hmm. And in this battle scene, how? Okay, fine. There are spoilers in this chat.
0: I'm very sorry. <laughs> You're the worst.
1: How? Sorry, sorry, no, I'm gonna stop. Oh, I stop now, okay? Anyone who doesn't want to hear this. Just
0: end just the podcast. Just, just, no, just no, it's leave. Fine, it's fine. Leave out of disappointment.
1: <laughs> but this is seriously, this annoys me. How the three of them went through this battle and all survived is just an example of how Game of Thrones is now going towards, because it's no longer based in the books, where George R. 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 Martin. Clearly he has no... He doesn't care if people like the characters. They just get killed because in these situations, they would get killed. But now they're being now the show's being written by Hollywood scriptwriters. Okay. They all survive and the, the drama gets dr- brought out for another week and drawn out I'm for more. I'm not on Team
0: Colin. I'm not at all on Team Colin. Right,
1: so you, you think it was fine the way that that played out. I mean, yeah. the episode was good. I really enjoyed the episode. However, it was just the way that in the past... At least one of those characters would have been dead. I do.
0: I do not think so. Maybe you could kill off Bronn. However, definitely, I feel he's going to be important for the Tyr- Tyrion uh interactions because he's both their best pals. He's going to be a, a lovely little middleman. He's probably going to switch sides again because that's what can he we, does. Whoever's winning the fight, Bronn joins. Can we just mention at this point? You mentioned Tyrion. Let's let's listen to Tyrion uh, Ooh, in this episode. To
1: we're we're going to talk. We're going to talk about him after this. Please. So, from that clip, and when I watch the episode, I'm thinking, hold on a second. Does this mean that, like, is, is Tyrion watching this whole thing unfold and thinks, actually, maybe I'm on the wrong side. Maybe no, should... he just
0: likes his brother. I mean, sure, no, he's really struggling to see, like, the Lannister men getting burnt to pieces. Yeah, that's what I, s- I saw. As any decent person would. Uh, but he he thinks he's on the right side. Who he, He's picking one queen over another. Uh, he doesn't want Jaime to die. He probably still doesn't want Bronn to die. They are pretty decent pals. Um, and I don't think any of the three characters that are in the battle are sacrificable at this point. Jamie's You'd- required because he's got some character development left. And I really hope that he kills his sister. Savage. Uh, Danny's required because she is the main character. Yeah. Uh, and Bronn's required because he's a nice little middleman between both the teams. And he is the comic relief. He's the cool guy. Like when he was introduced to another character this week who was called Dickon. Dickon, entirely, yeah. Dickon, who they've recast for this season and who they've made quite likeable in comparison to his dad. Wait, 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 uh, wait. Which means he's probably going to die.
1: When you say recast, was he a different person before?
0: He was, in a, di- he was a different actor last season.
1: Really? Yeah. Oh, I did not realise that.
0: Uh, well. No, so they they got in um, big arms from Black Sails to play him this year. Yeah. Uh, and he just looks hilarious in his armor because his shoulders are too big for his body. I was going to say, okay. he's massive. He is, like, in real life, massive. Who is he? Um, I can't remember the guy's name. He's just Big Arms. Big Arms. Big Arms. If you haven't seen Black Sails, you should you should see it. He's pretty yeah, good that, Yeah, that, that reference went right over my head. Um, and since he's likable and his dad isn't, I want his dad to die, but I'm fairly sure he's going to die first.
1: Oh, yeah. So I was going to say, that was my take on the episode and the fact that, yeah, I thought they should have killed off at least one of them. What
0: yeah. did you make of it? I enjoyed the episode. It was a huge, big finale to an episode, like big finish. Pretty spectacular. Unusual to have something of that scale this early in a season, but also it's kind of late in the season and we've got a lot to get through. Only got three episodes left. Yeah. So it still feels like they're just, they've got the train on full power. It's going as fast as it possibly can and it's sacrificing a lot of character development options and time. Yep. Um, it was nice to see the Starks all chilling about again, being awkward because you would be awkward after you've all ex- had your horrible experiences. Uh, I am I, I, still hyped about the show. I'm enjoying this season more than some of the other ones. We've got Davos being the ultimate wingman again, and just giving John John Snow as we nudges towards Queen Danny. It's
1: like, oh, it was yeah. She has a good heart. <laughs> I've seen
0: you staring at a good heart. What was this? <laughs> Is <just> the funniest <laughs> guy
1: gotta love davos yeah. Kraken. okay just just as a very very brief detour Lions get realized we missed this it wants more twilight films and more hunger games films when the
0: writers are ready why because they think it's gonna make money but it probably won't
1: right i mean that's all i really want to say about that because that just makes me that just makes me sad
0: yeah like studios just never learn
1: <sighs> okay back to tv cool um Trailers for two very, very well-received and uh, highly acclaimed shows came out. Now, the first one is Narcos. Narcos? Narcos. Narcos. Yeah, Narcos. Um,
0: Think narcotics.
1: S- season three trailer. Now, I have only ever seen the first couple episodes. I watched the trailer for this, and the first... Like, oh, no, Colin. Why did you watch it if you haven't seen the season? No, 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 no. But this is the thing. Like, the first 20, 25 seconds, it's some brilliant TV. Yeah. So I'm gonna play it because I mean it might be in Spanish, but it's still awesome. Here we go. No, para salir de aquí. Tres, dos, but I, I would anyway. I would recommend that's the audio i recommend you go and watch it because it looks great unless you haven't seen well, the no. show watch the show first
0: yeah watch the first two seasons because this is some major spoilers for those you don't want to watch the trailer for season three if you haven't watched the show yet as colin re- however it is loosely based off real life so it's not really spoilers well it's yeah i mean it mentions pablo
1: escobar getting shot i mean everybody knows that spoilers That's not a spoiler. He was killed
0: in the 90s. Spoilers. Literally not a spoiler. No, but I I did enjoy um, Narcos as a show. Um, And Pedro Pascal is going to be the lead character, I guess, in this one. And he's fabulous. As fabulous as me,
1: darling. Uh, No, the different kind of fabulous. Ah, okay. Fair enough. Uh, The second show, which
0: I have never seen... But you are a fan of, I believe, it's Mr. I love Robot. It. Yeah. So we've now repped Netflix a wee bit with Narcos. Let's switch over, rep Amazon Prime, try and get some adverts in here. Uh, and Mr. Robot season three trailer came out, or a season three trailer came out, we teaser. And it's a pretty decent trailer. It's just some spoken words from a song over shots of the fallout from the previous seasons, which again, I won't, don't want to spoil it, but there's been a whole lot has happened in this show, um, which I also recommend you see. Uh, but interestingly this trailer was released as a riddle there were subtle clues dropped on twitter to lead people to try and find different things and there were several layers to the riddle and eventually someone um, spotted that the code that they came to at the end of a pretty seriously difficult riddle was uh, a youtube link or the end of a youtube link so they plugged that in Gotcha trailer.
1: Why do we do that for our episodes? Why don't we post riddles?
0: Our show isn't based on like code and cracking code and secrecy <laughs> and hacking, so it does, it would feel like a place for us. Whereas for this, it it was pretty cool marketing. But also, who's got time to crack a code to find a YouTube trailer? Ain't nobody got time for that. The whole world did. Lots of people were trying to crack it. It was great. I think it's cool, Colin. I I think you're just you've got terrible taste. It's quite clever, I'll give you that. But it's like if you were going
1: to do that with every themed show. I don't know, The Walking Dead's trailer would be inside a
0: cadaver in a morgue. You know, yeah. So you, that, would, that was very dark. Yeah, you still. could take those places. Uh, I think it's maybe the better idea for this show than for others. It might not work all the time, but I do like it when marketing is interesting rather than just the same old. Here's a teaser trailer. Here's the first trailer. Here's a second trailer. Here's a spoiler trailer. Point taken. Point taken, James. Disney are starting their own
1: streaming service. Boo. That was That's how I boo people. Just, I'm going to ask, boo. I'm gonna, that's how I scare people. Uh, well, no, I just look at them for too long and then they get scared. I'm <laughs> going to ask you why you said boo after I say Marvel um, and Lucasfilm. They currently have movies on Netflix. Netflix is trying to keep them on there. Their deal with Disney runs out in 2019. How does, or rather, what, why do you say boo
0: to Disney starting a streaming okay. service? So, currently there is one good streaming service and it is Netflix. I do not call Amazon Prime Video a streaming service because it is just the best bonus ever to paying to get for paying to get your deliveries quicker. It is just such a cool idea to have that as a bonus for deliveries, but because there's so many things tied into the Amazon Prime package, if you if you had bad content on the video streaming service, I'd still pay for Amazon Prime. And Netflix is great. It's got a lot of good shows, a lot of good films, and it's really good to see studios licensing things on Netflix. And it means that all of us can pay for one service and get to see quite a lot of shows. But now if every single studio, which if Disney does a thing, everyone does a thing. If every single studio or major business starts making its own streaming services, you're going to have like such a separated out, divided uh, selection of film and TV on all these different things that no one's going to want to pay for any one of them unless you can pay for all of them. It's going to be very expensive, Colin, if I want to watch all the films and TV that I want to watch. And not just Disney, but Facebook are getting in on the broadcasting too, because yep.
1: they're about to launch Facebook Watch, which is just going to be, I mean, Facebook, as you have seen over the last few years, has gone big on getting videos, videos yeah. embedded into their into Facebook so that you don't need to like go on YouTube yeah, or so you You're, you're like. not linking YouTube
0: videos, you're just uploading your stuff onto Facebook. And they've been very savvy with that, to be honest. And now
1: no, no, done it well. they're starting this Facebook Watch thing, which will eventually mean that they're producing they're a me- they're essentially a media company They're no longer a tech company they're a media company yeah and that they're selling
0: advertising they're doing videos blah 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 blah. so, so they're Facebook starting watch. off kind of as a youtube competitor but they're yes. going to branch out into making their own long form stuff do you think that i mean eventually yeah facebook's going
1: to go into long form stuff and they've long been talked about uh, being a broadcaster for live sports which i find
0: very interesting yeah which which disney also is they own espn and stuff so who knows what's live sports is going to have with ha- what you know who knows what's going to happen with live sports do you think that spells the end for YouTube? No, although YouTube does have a lot to fix if they want to remain competitive. They need to give their creators more money more easily. They need to make the platform just more efficient and more approachable. Facebook have managed to come in and steal. because well, they've got such a huge market share of internet users, steal a lot of views. But I don't think YouTube will die. And Google needs to take good care of it, but I don't think it will die. Well,
1: talking of companies which have almost died, SoundCloud and this very podcast... Live on. <laughs> yeah. Basically, as of Friday, yesterday, if SoundCloud had not received an injection of money, the company would have begun the process of shutting down. Yeah. Including the website, including all its content. Yeah. Despite the fact it has 40 million users, it's making massive losses, it's had to lay off 173 of their staff, uh, and they've just not figured out how to do it. So, they were, yeah, they were about to be. Dead, reaching the end of their Dead. online lives, but then they've received a, a, a cash injection, and therefore, SoundCloud can several
0: hundred million. Yeah, and
1: also, they've replaced their CEO with the CEO of Vimeo.
0: Yeah, Vimeo is pretty good as well. That's another good streaming service. Well, video indeed, service.
1: So, I'm, I mean, certainly for me and for Chance the Rapper, who I think is probably the best. Chance the Rapper, I think might have saved the day. He's the biggest proponent of SoundCloud. Absolutely, he's uh, a big name. I don't think he's actually ever sold any of his music yet. I think yeah. he just makes it all free. He's to a download. cool guy, that Chance the Rapper. I so like yeah, it's him. good. It's good news for us. But also, SoundCloud obviously has some issues. Yeah, I mean, it's the fact that as of yesterday, they were about to go out of business. That's not good. Yeah, that's no, not so good for us if, either. If
0: you're out there and you you only have your stuff on SoundCloud, you might want to uh, get it out uh, on the other occasional website. Just put it on YouTube, maybe put it what on do your we Facebook. Do we do?
1: Well, What do we do then?
0: Uh, Yeah, no, I was addressing that to us as well. Uh, Might just buy a server call and start hosting our own files. Yeah,
1: we'll we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, I think that brings us to the end. I just wanted to say uh, a shout out to a few people who had got in touch with the show. Of course, there is merch. There's Seesaw Parade merch, which will be posted in the description for this episode. It'll be on Twitter, on Facebook. Uh, The mugs are delightful and uh, are being sent out to me (laughs) as we speak, which is lovely and james wait so how do you know they're delightful because uh there is a picture on our twitter yeah, but you didn't receive them oh no but uh izzy mcleod has received them izzy is
0: is a trusted source
1: oh indeed indeed and also shout outs to uh various people who got in touch uh ross i think andrew did as well oliver thank you very much for getting in touch and for um complimenting the new show enjoying the theme music although you would have heard slightly different theme music this week and uh, as the episodes go on All will become clear. (laughs) Yeah, it's a super big
0: secret. This is our marketing scheme.
1: It's not, I think it's cool. It is cool. It's cool, cool. yeah. Uh, Anything else, James, to add before, uh, what are you doing the the rest of today?
0: I'm going to go sit in a park with my friends. Oh, Because the weather's nice. No, fair enough. Um, What are you doing, Colin? Editing.
1: I'm going to edit this. I'm going to upload this. I'll probably, I might write some music. I might go for a run.
0: No, we we'll yeah see. we've both got some wee side projects for the for the for the parade on. I mean, the parade is the main thing. The parade, is, you know, yeah. So I'm saying side projects. You've got to have some stalls. Yeah, you know. yeah, a little, a little, uh, and you, a different float on our parade.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm gonna float off into the distance. Goodbye.
0: Oh, goodbye, and everyone else. Goodbye. We may see you next week if the world is still spinning. Yeah, and not burning.